Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Guys, you love having my family on. Last episode, you loved having my dad on. We've talked to Joel. And I think right now it's actually time to jump in and talk to the main head honcho. Can I say that? Adam himself. I think you're going to enjoy this episode. It was touching. It was nice. It was sad. It was happy. But I think that you're going to enjoy it. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Haunted Estate with me, the internet's weirdo, Selena Spiggyboo. Maybe you've seen me on TikTok, maybe you've seen on YouTube, and maybe you're back and are sick of me saying that. So I have to say, guys, I have missed you, and I hope that maybe you've missed me, but not too much. Anyways, such great reviews on last week's podcast. You guys love hearing my dad and talking to my dad. I'm going to be honest with you, there are two dogs on my table, and a 15-week-old puppy is just trying to, to vacate the entire room currently. Um, I loved having my dad on. It was cool to really like make connections that we kind of hadn't connected before, if that's the way to say that. Um, what, what I found really interesting in the comments was that when we were talking about the light that was crackling over my head as a child when he was holding me as a baby, this light behind me flickered. And I can't wait to put that on, put on TikTok. But like, that's so weird that we were like <coughs> talking about light and then bam, above my head lights are flickering. So nothing really feels cooler than that, to be honest with you guys. Uh, my dad enjoyed it. I had to be honest. He's been in those comments like crazy. He calls me like once a day. He's like, dude, did you read this comment? People are like, I love it. People are making me so happy. So you guys really made his day with the things that you said. I'm going to be honest too. I've said, I'm going to be honest like four times. Oh my gosh. I'm a little under the weather currently at this point. Um, I've felt kind of crappy for the past few days. I feel like this time of year when the weather's starting to change and stuff like that, all of us start feeling a little run down. So <coughs> as per the last episode, you're going to hear me cough, but I'm trying to pull myself up because you know what it is, guys? It is spooky season, which means it's Selena spooky boo season. But since you guys are really into these family episodes, all this kind of stuff, I thought it was most important to bring on the person that is absolutely the closest to my heart in the entire world. And that would be the dude that I'm married to. That's me. That's my man over there. His name is Adam. He's coming in at a 10.2. How do you feel about the marriage so far? Oh, uh, well, you know, we, we've been in this marriage for for about um eight years, actually. Anniversary just passed. Uh, some days feel like they fly by, you know? I'm Cinderella and my pumpkin. On other days, uh, um, I'm kidding. Bad decisions sometimes? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yeah, me either. I think, I think at the end of the day, 
could you envision your life without me in it? I don't do that, no, because fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> we have a pretty decent age gap, but I've been with Adam since I, I was about 18 years old. Like, just turned or, like, right before some... Yeah, I was 18, right? <coughs> kind of? Let's hope so. <laughs> I know we dated for a hot second and then didn't work. No, you were 18. Because you turned 19 on St. Patrick's Day, like, a f- three, four months after we met. Yeah, you think my birthday's on St. Patrick's Day? That's a whole other month, buddy. Not on St. Oh, St. my gosh. Day. We have been together for over a decade. I'm kidding, guys. I don't mean to throw him under the bus here. Um, No, honestly, I feel like I have been with Adam through so many of my formative years that I couldn't picture my life without him. And I know like when he's going to go on trips and stuff like that, immediately I'm like, you cannot die because if you die, I don't know who I am without you. And I think that's kind of the thing. Like people love our, our relationship. Weirdly enough, no one, has anyone ever asked you for relationship advice? No, no, I, I wouldn't. I don't know. You wouldn't want to give it? I wouldn't want to give it. You wouldn't want to give it? Well, here's the thing. No one asked me for relationship advice either. But like, we've never had a blowout. Have we ever had a blowout fight? No, I don't think so. Like, we've had our bickering. But like, when I like watch shows and I see how much people argue and stuff, I'm like, is this... That's TV though. Yeah, but come on. I feel like in real life, people don't ask advice because everybody wants everybody to think that they're on top of their game. Everything's cool? Yeah. Well, I don't have a lot of friends. But the friends I have had, it seems like all they do is fight like all these relationships all they do is fight and go back and forth and stuff like that and it's like i don't feel like that's us but i think that that's maybe because we're kind of best friends before we're anything else does that does that sound good (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely a prerequisite for a good good relationship relationship? you should be best friends for sure high five thunder buddies for life i'm not your friend this is terrible i must just be married to you well a lot of people build their relationships on lust do you yeah, know what I no, mean? Yeah, yeah, like sure. they just look at them like, you are, sure. I can't wait to cram it in your yeah, holes. Absolutely. I can't believe I just said that. And I mean, that's that's cool, but definitely not uh, the solid foundation of a long-lasting marriage. Yeah, because like... You're or gonna... whatever you're into, like just a long-lasting relationship of any type. Because like the thing is, like eventually one day you're going to be old. You might be in diapers. Yeah, it's a possibility. So like... <laughs> passion fades we've had that conversation before like you know we were young things were like way zestier but that's just a part of like being with someone for a really long time yeah he's just sitting there looking at me he's like why the fuck are we having this conversation (laughs) i think a huge part that i think is really important to talk about adam and i we know i am what we would call too much i'm too much i'm too loud i'm all this kind of stuff adam is the complete loud today it looks beautiful do you like it yeah do i look pretty Mm -hmm. what's your favorite the lips, the eyes, the eyelashes. I mean, all of it. You just threw that combo together and it's pretty boss ass. Yeah. Um, it's actually... I'm excited. Can I talk about it? I want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's time to talk about it. Sure. Today, why I'm in this gorgeous Wednesday Adam dress with this beautiful red sparkly makeup. We did a photo shoot today for my Halloween collection. <gasps> I'm so excited. I'm not going to tell you the name of it yet, but it is a collection just like last Halloween. We did a collection. It's sold out. <clears throat> I haven't put anything out since the beginning of the year, really. And it's because we've been working so hard on this. I want to bring you guys something that just absolutely blows your mind. I want it to be over the top. I I want you guys to just 
just be so excited so everything's been reformulated everything has just been tested and trialed and just i've fallen in love with it so everything today oh my gosh yes so we went hard on the artwork everything just fits and so together like it's a puzzle it's beautiful everything was thought of um the things that's in the package are just gorgeous but yeah the eyeshadow palette this time around i'm not gonna tell you everything that's in there yet but there might be some lashes (laughs) and i'm gonna tell you the colors in this palette i cried i opened up the palette you know i saw them all when i mapped them out and we chose the colors and stuff like that but when i literally opened up that palette and i saw that finished thing i bawled like a baby never never in my life have i seen something so beautiful i've never seen a color story go so beautiful together as i did this and uh limits there's gonna be a limited amount just like there was last year i you know i wanted to sell out i'm praying it sells out but i hope that everyone who wants one gets one but yeah <coughs> adam came in i was doing my makeup and he was like oh my gosh you look so pretty and i was like shush hush but um yeah we kind of came down to a deadline how to get photos in so definitely gonna work with a graphic designer but adam helped me with the photos and then i'm telling you right now guys i went out on a field trip with my dad and my dad and i went and took pictures in a cemetery so no that was that was really cool but no i'm glad to have adam on but yeah back to what i was talking about adam and i are very polar opposites but oh, i definitely. think absolutely yeah i feel like it's a good thing though because my over the top brings him up and his quiet brings me down. So, oh, yeah. You got to be brought down sometimes. <laughs> and you got to be brought up Absolutely. sometimes. Sometimes it works I'm like, great. can you add a little bit more here, buddy? Can you uh, can you level up to this weirdness? And wake up, Adam. Come on. We're like living life. And yeah. I usually just exist. I just have too much emotion. And Adam is just kind of like, he's even toned all the time. Like, shit could hit the fan and he'd be like, yeah, we're yeah, good. Man. We're good. We'll figure it out. We're good. We're good for that. I have to tell you, actually, the other day, a couple podcasts ago, you did some commentary. You were just like talking behind, like you weren't on camera or anything yep, like yep. that. Cordelia's mom loved your voice. Oh, yeah. Cordelia wrote me to let me know that her mom thinks you have a lovely voice. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad it to is. hear it. Like I'm listening to it. Cause I, it's I, better than having an annoying voice if you're going to be on a podcast, that's for sure. Or like the fact that I talk too much, like you're just over there and you're like, yeah so like it's really nice to be a part of this and do you want a back rub your voice is a back rub (laughs) oh yeah some some asthmar some asthmar some asmr oh my gosh when was the first time i kind of showed you asmr you were living at home i don't know like two or three years ago you started to get into it no way we were at your your mom's house i'm pretty sure in your mom's basement oh yeah it was like yeah it was a long time ago wasn't it it was like yeah over a decade ago (laughs) what did you think of that I, it was definitely new to me at the time. It was different. I like it was a bit older, like our generation. Yeah, I don't want to lap our generation <laughs> the whole, but like my group of friends never dealt with that or weren't into that. Didn't really know what it was. I would say that you're de- like, when you talk about like different generation. I would say we are like I feel like generations like a certain amount of years. We're definitely not in the same generation. Yeah, like the shows that I bring up and stuff. You just have no idea of it. Yeah, we're six years apart, just far enough apart where like. Your childhood is different enough. Shows are starting to change. Yeah. Kind of culture starting to change. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You know what I think's cool about us getting together? Like when we were this young age, I feel like we've watched each other evolve so much. Like who you were at like 23, 24 is completely different to who you are now. Absolutely. Is it the same with me? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we both have a good outlook on being able to grow as people. Yeah. And change and kind of hold on to what's great and try and let go of what's not. And It's been really cool to kind of watch you discover more of who you were not not that you didn't know who you were when we met each other but you you definitely were into different things you like to party and be with your friends all the time and oh, i've yeah. kind of everybody goes through that phase some people yeah. just never leave it right? yeah exactly but it was cool to watch you kind of gravitate to these other things and i just i i can't help but feel like i had a little bit of an influence on you when oh, of it came you to like i had to calm down i had a <laughs> girlfriend i don't even mean that part I, loved you and... I meant like the things that you kind of got interested in. oh yeah because like you here... introduced me to podcasts or not necessarily yeah. podcasts but like the joe rogan experience yeah i worked at cami like, death squad and all that stuff yeah i worked at cami we were allowed to have headphones in it was like a car assembly plant and we were allowed... and i listened to every podcast because I, I was there eight hours a day 48 hours a week building cars if you're ever wondering what i did for like half decade or something like that i built cars I literally can you like look at me Selena the little assembly line can worker. you can you picture me like throwing roof rails on cars and stuff uh, I, yeah I've seen you come home in your uniform I can definitely put the picture together I hated sure. that job yeah you did I loved the people there there was a guy there actually his name was Rod and he was literally like my work dad I dedicated my first book to him and he will always be one of the most influential people in my life yeah um and I I might have been there for years and I might have hated it, but I wouldn't take it back because I would never want to not know Rod. Yeah. So Rod, if you hear this, mm. you're still one of my favorite people. I feel like everything you do in your life, whether it's good or bad, it's all part of the journey. And yeah. no matter how terrible or great it was, you can learn something from it. And... Yeah. And I and that was one thing, like podcasts too, like Joe Rogan, Death Squad. Then we started diving a little bit deeper into like the meaning of life and what comes after death. Because one thing that was interesting about Adam when we met you you really had never experienced paranormal things at all no i don't think so like you probably heard no. stories but it wasn't like something yeah did you believe in ghosts like did you ever have like in your brain where you like i do or i don't i don't think i ever thought about it that much i think i could probably at times say no sometimes maybe yeah like i guess yeah i don't know i i, I just really... remember like before we moved in like well, he had one experience. I forget what it was. I had really told you kind of about my life and what I experienced in the paranormal. And I'll never forget it. Like that night, you calling me in the middle of the night to tell me like he was dead asleep and just someone, he doesn't know if it was like a thing or just like a person trying to rob him, but somebody, he, his bedroom was in the basement, had shone a light yeah. in his like basement window, scared the shit out of you. <laughs> totally. Could just be somebody casing the joint, but. It was a weird coincidence. <laughs> yeah. It could have been anything. Just kind of like the last podcast, the flicker and the light. Yeah. Like that was, that was pretty interesting, pretty weird anyways on its own. But like, that's kind of one of those weird things. It's, it's just validation. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like no matter how many things I've seen, like I have 
been to an exorcism. I have I have lived and seen some of the craziest things. Like I'm talking movie level shit. But I still fight with it because when when you move away from it, when you're a year out from that happening and you're replaying the memory in your head, you're like replaying a memory of the memory. So it starts to feel like it wasn't real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And even today when people tell me certain stories, I'm kind of like, mm, but it's like you can't even do that because I have seen the craziest things. Yeah. But now sometimes they don't feel real to me. Like me, when I worked really hardcore in that industry, more like in my very early 20s and stuff, I look back at that and it seems more like a movie to me. Like it seems real, but it doesn't feel like I lived it. Yep. Because I feel like who I was at 20 and who I am now is a completely different person. There's like science behind that. They <sighs> say like every time you recall a story in your brain, you're recalling it from the last time you told it. You're mm. not actually recalling it from the real situation. So it evolves. So like it evolves and something could by mistake because your mind change over time in it. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you're like, oh, that's why that doesn't seem believable. But maybe it wasn't the exact way you remembered it. <laughs> Does that, is that why like when sometimes when old people, like really old people tell stories, you're like, oh, they're shit. like, yeah, they're extreme, right? If it's a story from their childhood, it's been evolving that story's like been recycled years. like <laughs> 70 times. Oh my god! Like gosh. 140 times. They tell it twice a year to their grandkids or something. Right. And then now it's just like, it started with like, oh, mom went to the beach oh grandma went to the beach and now it's like grandma went to the beach to an underwater city yeah. <laughs> oh and that's gosh. weird i wonder if like with the paranormal can those stories as they evolve like say a person has a traumatic event or they are like maybe haunted by whatever the heck they could be could it like change that story on them for a certain reason or and i think that's something that's really interesting to kind of touch on because as I've explained in, in my podcast before, like, I don't believe places I've been have been haunted a lot of the time. It's usually people. So, like, if something lives inside of them, like, I think, you know, sensitive subject to kind of touch on, but, like, kind of what we've had to deal with for the past, you know, half decade or something like that, it, it things happen where it just can't be coincidence. And it really makes you question is there more to what's going on? And I feel like that's kind of a transition. I kind of want this episode to be our story and who we are and how we link to like, not only just the paranormal, but each other. Cause I know I, I get so many questions and people are like, well, how did you meet? And you know, how do you know each other? And how'd you get this? And oh, I heard this about you guys and that. And I feel like our story is really interesting and could make a really cool, like, low budget movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Adam and I started dating and I was a teenager and it was great. Um, but when we moved, you know, we we got engaged before we moved. We never rented. I was like, nope, I just, there's Molly. I, I just want to, I want to buy a house. And it was strange. You know, for me, I see memories little glimpses in time and I remember when we started to try and look for a house we would go to these houses and the vibe would just be so off yeah you tell me every time afterwards uh, yeah like, nope not that one. Oh yeah that one would be fine or whatever yeah like sometimes the energy is heavy sometimes you know it's just residual but it, it was crazy to go into houses and how many houses had such terrible things that happened in them but when we found this house it had just been renovated and he didn't really have anything in this house. It was freshly painted. He didn't have furniture. There was no personal items. 
So it felt yeah, it was pretty sparse. Yeah, he had like he like, just had the basics. <laughs> There's like like it looks staged like a almost fireplace and like a table and like one couch. Yeah, no, he didn't even have a table, did he? In the kitchen. Oh yeah, we yep. finished the kitchen. Um, yeah, it used to be an eating kitchen. Yeah. That is not an eating kitchen. No, no, no. <laughs> they were really pulling for that. But yeah, the energy in here was great. Um, so we moved in. And down here where we're actually right now in our basement, this wasn't a room. This was all unfinished down here. There's one room that was paneled. And then there was another room that was kind of a little tiny workshop room. We're sitting in it right now. Yeah, where the workshop room would have been. Yep. Very spooky story, actually, about literally where I'm sitting right now. Remember the the post right here? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll get to the story. This is interesting. I don't know if this was ever a thing. Anyways, we get to this house there's this like brown paneled wood instead of pulling all down we decide hey we're just gonna throw flooring on and like so imagine we painted it packers colors green and yellow <laughs> oh my gosh top top was yellow bottom was green Do you remember how many coats of yellow paint there was yeah it took forever because like the, it was like dark brown underneath oh my gosh it was brutal so we get this this basement done we move in in september january we come home there's like inches of water in the basement we find out that you know the foundation is not good so that was kind of our first thing with water. I brought this up with my dad. Right. Actually. The water. So thing. we had to tear out this entire basement in the middle of the night. It was horrible. Weirdly, water stuff kept happening in our house. So like the hot water heater went and it was everywhere. Softener. Yeah. The water softener would always The overflow. softener, the heater, then the sink that had the, like our yeah, washing something. machine goes into a sink and something would always plug it that we've never seen before. Yeah. So all this like really weird water stuff started happening in the middle of this. Um, Adam was asleep one night. I had come home from afternoons. I was in my office and I was on the computer and I thought I heard him crying. I wonder if it, if he was talking in his sleep or crying in his sleep. So I kind of go out and I'm like in the hallway and I'm trying to like listen. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I go to his door and I don't hear anything. But in our hallway is kind of like a big collection vent. It's for the furnace to like pull in air so it can like, what does it's it called? Air, air exchange? Yeah, it's called air return. Yeah. And I like put my head down and I can hear in the basement like, <laughs> and then minutes later yeah yeah minutes later you open up the door and you're like are you okay like are you crying and i'm like no shh so he looks like the air conditioner heater wasn't on you went downstairs nothing was there no so that night i end up coming to bed i'm laying in bed i just get a terrible sensation you turn on the light and it was very weird at the base of our bed when you turned on the light there was just like this patch that didn't come up as light as the rest of the room for a while and that was just like whoa like it wasn't when i say a while i mean like a split second difference but we both noticed it so i was like okay that's scary but i'm not terrified so a couple nights later i had this really weird dream about a guy walking around the basement and crying and it was very very strange and then in that little workroom in the basement there was like this like weird cross hatch so the next night i have another dream again about that guy but he hung himself in our basement in my dream and then this cross hatch where the wood was was like worn down. But I feel like if someone hung himself, it wouldn't wear immediately. But it was just weird. It was just one of those weird things where it's like, is this the universe? And it happened at this time of year. And I remember around the same time the next year, like that February time, the house felt kind of strange. So I don't know if just February is a weird time for a house. Some kind of residual no, energy. Do ghosts have like timelines that come back to visit? Well, that, that, that's a, res- a certain time of year. That's a residual haunting. Like checking into a hotel. <laughs> it's, like they it, got that thing reserved. Well, what happens is, is it's like a place of energy. It's like this happened here on this day and it's such a strong energy right, that's what you're saying. it replays yep. on the same time every year. So Makes I wonder. Sense. So and, when the tragic event happens, it can kind of sit in that space and time. Yeah. You know, is replay at that time. Maybe. And then remember we pulled the siding off the walls and we found that big red spiral painted 
on the on the on the like the block yep. foundation yep. Like, that was weird <laughs> but like this house has been from the 40s like yeah probably just some random thing but it could be could be attached to that but. yeah it was interesting it was cool too because i remember like reaching out to the historical society and them kind of like going over everything and like the house went back and forth between this one owner like twice so they owned it sold to somebody owned it had to sell it back to the same guy and then he owned it again so i don't, I don't know what happened there I heard it was an artist that lived here though, which is sick. Yeah, you've said that. I wonder if that's something like to do that with like back then or like no, like more recent. You mean in yeah, the, more in the recent late years, 90s, right? Yeah, like before the guy who bought it, right, and sold Previous it to us. Of him, yeah. yeah, he was a painter, like an artist, and that he had like these big statues on the front lawn, which like, dude, it's <laughs> kind of shit I do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can you imagine like, all all of this to like a possible ghost that yeah. like was really creative here? Yeah, bro, thank you. Uh. <laughs> But no, question for you, Adam. Uh, <laughs> How did you feel the first time when I was like, yo, dude, my life is ghosts? <laughs> I think I, I, you're right. I didn't really believe in him back then, did I? No. Because I think I was just like, yeah, maybe it's not anything. You wouldn't watch like scary movies. Brush it off. You wouldn't go to a haunted house. You wouldn't go to haunted attractions. That no, wasn't my thing, for sure. No. No. I was into video games and Call of Duty and superheroes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what about like how did you feel those first times when you saw it and it was it was real? Like I evolved over time because of like being with not only being with you but just yeah I evolved as a person into believing about like that there's something out there. So it didn't like startle me. It wasn't like overnight that it snapped, but it was definitely like holy shit, like yeah, that's proof. Like that is pretty crazy. Yeah, and it's cool how deep you've gotten into it. I know you've read a bit of like the Tibetan Book of the Dead, and I, I used to be so fearful of death. And Adam would just try to explain to me like this is what it'll be after, and or so yeah, like that's what I believe in. Yeah, so I still I still go off the notion that I don't know, mm-hmm. but like I have a pretty good solid belief and or knowing that there is something, and that no matter kind of what explains it or how you explain it, if you look at all the texts about all of it. You can find similarities in it all. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like it's every culture trying to tell their version of the story, which is all kind of the same thing. I just can't imagine, you know, being a human, living these, this is what I struggle with, living these big, beautiful lives, creating these people and these memories and that when that flame goes out, it's just over. You know, I think that's why I like old photographs and I collect old jewelry because I just feel like stories can't end. Like that's yeah, why I write. Been scared to death yeah and like i've always been kind of okay with it i find like dude if you were gone like how do you go on i don't know i feel like if if it happens this way like if we grow old together sometimes it doesn't for people and yeah that can be terrifying but in a normal situation i feel like you will grow you'll possibly grow and evolve and learn enough by then that eventually somewhere down the line you're gonna find this peace with it but my fear is like, where are you? You know, are you okay? It's not. It's less me. It's less that I'm not gonna be okay. It's more of like, did you get where you're supposed to go? Right. Because I've seen, I've seen ghosts. I've seen people. I've had people come to me that are so lost. And so, what if you're stuck somewhere, you know, and you're just scared? Yeah. Because I've seen that. Yeah, like, do we know, like, I don't know, it's crazy. Is a ghost 
a stuck soul or did the soul still make it somewhere and that's just energy replaying here it's such a scary you know thing I mean? to think of like know. there's so many variables there that you can't really pinpoint it i used but to I be so scared when you went I on fishing trips you. do you remember when you go on fishing trips i'd be like if you fucking die man yeah. if you die <laughs> we have three dog children do not die on me <laughs> you must make it home yeah but like think of it like in the future and like we've been together for over a decade and then like i've i've seen it happen i've had it on facebook you know like people die and i've seen their spouses like try and move on i've i've seen it where they've been fine like or they had a chance to say goodbye or they didn't it just seems so final to me and no. i feel like if you did die i would never try to reach out to you no because in case like we don't know what comes next and i feel like there's some transitional period and i and i wouldn't want you for a second to look back do you know what i mean yeah. i want you to make sure that you would that you would go where you need to go and in buddhism they like do a chant and like they try and connect with the people so they can steer them down the right path as they're going through that transition wow so there's so many different ways to look at it right yeah maybe you want to help me in that situation in that time maybe you want to be a part of that oh shit now i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that's totally up to you yeah i just um i have like these little panic attacks at night and i'm like oh my god i'm so overweight and i feel sick all the time like what if i'm gonna die in six months like i there's so, like i know i've literally had friends from I'm high school though all the time. i'm like you're gonna be fine i know but i've had you're like 26 28 years old at <laughs> whatever age i am 29 37 who the fuck 82? knows no one knows <laughs> all i do know is like i've had friends in high school who have like you know since passed away you know one died of an overdose i've had you know someone i know die of cancer and that scares me so much, like missing out and just like, I need help in my life. Like I need direction. Like I'm, I cling to you. Yeah. I'm not clingy, we're but a like team, right? we're like, a team without each other. Neither of us would be doing what we're doing. Right. And I just feel like, where would I go? I would have to stay here and watch you get married to some bitch you know what i mean <laughs> have a big beautiful family you'd be the, or something like that you'd be the weird energy in the corner yeah you'd be like, like i would know selena's here because shit would just be weird all the you'd time you'd be on a date and like the fork would just stab her in the throat yeah. i'm kidding i'd let you move on buddy yeah. <laughs> it'd just be you'd just be like farting oh like my god you'd have a whoopee cushion or something no, like a phantom whoopee cushion are you telling me as a ghost i need a whoopee cushion no i'd be a ghost i would just fart on command all right okay you can do that well, I don't know. I've never asked. I've never experienced a ghost fart. Fair enough. <laughs> All I know, <coughs> you're my best friend. And I don't want to live here without you. Well, you're not going to have to Can we just like while, make a plan? So. <laughs> if either one of us know we're going to die. All right. We just do it together. No, we can't do that. It's, you got to just let it happen. Oh God, no. I don't, don't want to play. I'm, do you, you see the plan, tears in my eyes? You pre-planning your suicide on your podcast, Selena. No, I'm not. I'm just, it's so dark. <laughs> Guys, I got my period today. So like I'm a little dark and a little emotional. Like it was so weird actually. Last night, Adam and I were, I don't know. I feel like everyone deals like with this. I'm a different person in the middle of the night. So like I consider myself, you know, as of the last couple of years, very stable mentally, very. Um... But every once in a while... You wouldn't think it with your videos and stuff, but you really are. <laughs> you really are. I'm doing so much better than I used to. I have my moments of getting very upset, but there were some periods in my life where I'm a very different person in the middle of the night. I don't sleep very well. And last night was just one of those nights. It was like three, four o'clock in the morning and I'm just laying there and I can't help but think about 
all of those horrible things. I'm thinking about, okay, well, what am I going to do when my mom dies? And oh my God, my dog who's in front of me right now, like she's going to die one day. I feel so lucky. I can just like pass right out. Dude, I'm so mad night, at you. No matter what. I'm so mad at you. I'll be talking to you. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, you just woke me up. What no, are you seriously. doing? You'd be like, oh, I just, I just was talking to you. But I know I was sleeping though. I will literally go, hey, how are you? And you'll say, I was sleeping. No, like literally a conversation. I'll be like, how, hey, how's your day? Hey, great. Yourself? Do you want to, and be like, you just woke me up. What the heck? <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, bro, you just finished talking. Like this dude. I know it's bedtime. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah, I don't have to deal with those weird thoughts at night. I don't sleep. That's my weird thing. Like I cannot sleep. My brain does not shut up. I have to pretend to be asleep for hours. Like if I want to go to bed for one, I got to go to bed when at like 10 o'clock. When you're asleep though, like you're, you're so out. Yeah. Like I can't wake you up. It's hard to wake you up. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like a late sleeper. A dog will wake me up or something. Yeah. Like my sleepwalking yeah, videos, I have to like pound melatonin, but I can't take melatonin often because it messes with me, man. It makes me weird. When you do get to sleep, it's like, yeah, like not like... Like in the morning, like when you're dreaming and stuff, you're just out. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm out so hard. Like, you know what? I could lie to you. I might be lying a little bit. I do hear the dogs a little bit, but I'm just like, it's not real. Just, just go back pretending. to sleep. No, I'm so not that pretending. I do it. Yeah, I know. I've been on to you this whole time. I just do it. <sighs> you are loved. Because I love you. You are loved. Yeah, so are you. <laughs> but yeah, back to the story. We, we lived here. It was cool. Um, <clears throat> but things got weird um, living here. Life got different. First, you know, you lost your sister, you lost your grandmother, um, which was quite, you know, within a couple of years of, of each other, really. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Um, but I think we kind of went into life thinking that it would be easy. I don't know why. I, I just never thought Maybe, anything yeah. would go wrong. Death wasn't so bad. Well, my sister was tough because that yeah. was unexpected. But like I had a big family and I had been to a lot of funerals, whereas you hadn't. So it was like, weird to see death to me wasn't as like surprising or as like um a oh moment yeah yeah i had just really lost my grandmother that's the only clo- close person and um that was weird but, but yeah but definitely yeah like things started you start seeing real life yeah you know what i mean but for us i, I don't think i ever thought that life would be anything but easy for us I don't know why. I, I think, you know, we met easily. We had fun. Um, we got married. It was great. We wanted to have kids. Yeah. Um, and of course, like we're, we're, we're going to, I know you want to hear this. We're going to get into like a little bit of the deep dark here. Hmm. But um, I thought having kids would be super easy. Did you ever think that there would be any problems there? Like, did you ever have a subconscious I thought? I never ever thought about having kids. No. I didn't really yeah. plan on it. You didn't really want or kids I, to start. Maybe not that I didn't want, but it definitely wasn't uh yeah, you're right. Like I didn't want them then. I yeah, did, I didn't we were think about it. It wasn't. I wasn't a drive of mine. Yeah. Oh, hey, Max. Our dog just came in. Um, as talking about weird life, our dog has dementia. <laughs> so if a camera goes over, go over anything there. like that, he doesn't really know what he's doing. He's also kind of blind. You should steer him around the other way. That's Max, Cord City in there. Come here, buddy. <laughs> no. Uh, no, Max, go the other way. Max, go. There you go, Yay! buddy. Yay, Max. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Max, out you go. We are podcasting in our basement, and the thing is, is if we don't let him in the room, he'll whine to come in the room, which is very frustrating. But yeah, um, when we decided we wanted to have kids, we thought, hey, we'll just do it one time. We'll just see if it happens. And it happened. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. On track. This is going well. I was so sick. Did you ever think 
a human could be that sick. You definitely were like one out of 10. You were an 11 on the morning sickness scale. But, but it wasn't even morning sickness. It was, it was all the all time the sickness. Time sickness yeah. So that was really, really rough. Um, as we know, things didn't work out. And I think that is really where my fear of death became. Losing, if we think back. Like having a miscarriage. Because I was like, okay, so we created this this soul or something. Where are they? Yeah. You know, like we, we went to the doctors. We saw their heartbeat. We saw them. And it was like, where are they now? And that was hard for me. Yeah. I've always, I'm, I want to say this and I need to say this. I am absolutely pro-choice and stuff like that. But this was something that was very wanted. And I remember just like, Adam had to go on this trip. And the night before the doctor's like, everything's fine, but come back tomorrow and we'll do another scan. And I went back the next day and that doctor was just like, he told me, I don't know why he didn't think that this, this was a thing, but I looked upset and he's like, oh, this was like planned for because I was really young. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, we <laughs> but were I, married. Like, it was all normal. Yeah, I was, ups- I, was, I was so upset. So I think something really changed in me then. And I think you saw that. Oh, yeah. It hit you hard. Yeah. And I mean, you never... I didn't bounce back like people do. It's That was like, what, eight years ago or seven years ago now? 2014. And you just got... Like, you just became okay with life recently again. Yeah. And there was so much more of that. I remember Mind like a you, week later. Like there was another one in between there too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to that. A week later, my doctor, like four days later, my doctor was like, you know, you just need to go back to work. You need to just, you know, go back to life. And yeah, he's that type of doctor. It was like, just go back to work. Doesn't matter what's wrong with you. You just need to figure it out. Yeah. And I remember going back and something weird about pregnancy, which I've actually recently learned it can trigger things in your body. Oh, yeah. And when I got back to work, I worked on this moving floor and I started getting really dizzy. And I started having these big, like, pass out kind of, like, things and vertigo. And doctors kept trying trying to tell me it was anxiety. So I ended up having to leave work because of it. And I ended up getting diagnosed with Meniere's disease, which is, like, a gross disease. It's an inner ear thing. It gives you insane vertigo. And after that, like, in, 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 like being compl- completely engrossed in depression i would say at this point like i literally lived in the bathtub or in the bed yeah. i couldn't go anywhere because yeah, i had you loved your baths <clears throat> i couldn't go anywhere because i go in i just start freaking out like i felt insane i was so dizzy i thought like you know everything will be fixed if we can like have another baby or something like that or we can try yeah, this again you're definitely it was a chase but it didn't happen and no. it didn't happen so like we went to this fertility clinic and after going there for like a year and a half and doing everything and all these tests and stuff, they're like, nothing's wrong with you. We're going to put you on this IVF list. So we waited. I called back. They're like, oh, we didn't tell you. We lost our funding. Let's send you off to this place. Yeah. So you had to start all over again. So not only did I start all over again, they tell me all these things that's wrong with me. Yeah. The other place didn't even. No. They did the tests, but then they just thought they made a mistake. Different doctor every time I went. Yeah most painful tests of my life like i'm talking i won't lie i have complete ptsd about the things that i experienced when i was there how painful it was this doctor at the new clinic most amazing man in the world yeah it was awesome my pain he's okay we're gonna put you out for this we're gonna do this but i found out you know i have a bunch of things wrong with me i'm like you guys i'm literally medically called a unicorn (laughs) and i'll never forget I, i went in for like the diagnostic surgery to see if i was a unicorn and Adam had gone to the gift shop and he told me that I had a unicorn uterus by giving me a stuffed unicorn keychain. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But yeah, in, in the middle of all that, did get pregnant again. And it seemed to kind of sedate the Meniere's. 
a lot of my vertigo left when I got pregnant the second time. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of it got better. And I thought I was good this time. Totally thought I was good. I remember going in for that that scan. You know, so, God, we've been back so many times. They were checking us weekly. And I, I knew everything was fine. I'm like, yeah, everything's good. Everything's great. And then that tech you were with me came in and and she was just like, I'll be right back. And I just was like, you tried to talk to me. I'm like, mm. I just need to get to the car. I just need to get to the car. Yeah. And, um yeah and the weird thing is you know i wasn't at work and i didn't have friends and i i didn't really know who i was yeah you're a little lost and i was for a long time like a really long time you know what you wanted to do for a living you were kind of we did that business with the candles and yeah we had the the candle company like it was like nothing felt right yeah then i found tiktok yeah and I had spent so much of my time thinking the only way I could be happy was if I had this family. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why. Ever since I was a little kid, like, girls wanted to be, like, they want to be a doctor or a hairdresser. Like, all they wanted to be was a mom. Yeah. Yeah, you always said that. They want to be a mom. But um, I don't know if it was getting older or maybe the things I'd been through. But I fought that fight for, like, six years. Finally, you just were exhausted and done with it. I was tired, but I found happiness elsewhere yeah like knowing that i have like 21 million people around the world that like i hopefully have made them smile one time one time (laughs) oh you know you have (laughs) i just uh make me smile with every video there's no way anybody else isn't laughing (laughs) i just found um peace yeah what i love a family yeah but i don't need a baby i don't need them to be mine and i've found that kind of like in my job i've been able to kind of like not play a mother role. I never want to say that, but I've been able to mentor people and I've been able to help change lives. Yeah, oh yeah, we get messages all the time. You know, if emails if, and stuff like, oh, you, you know, I, you helped me get through this or that. But even monetarily, like I've had friends who, you know, I, I could help, and I just feel yeah. like you know I've been able to play a, a role of someone who can kind of be a soft spot. And I think you know when it comes to being a parent, it's like being that soft spot to land for somebody. So I kind of like to feel like that's what I put out there in the universe. Like, like I want people, like people are always like, why do you delete hate comments and why do you do all of this? And it's like, because this is a soft spot. Yeah. You want to make like this space, mm-hmm. the space you want it to be for your, for your friends and fans. Exactly. And I also think like a huge part that helped me find peace in it was you. Yeah. Because you always said to me like. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to you. No, not that it didn't matter to me. But, like, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, some people would be, like, so distraught, so upset that we couldn't have a family. Whereas for me, like, as long as we're together, didn't we're having family. kids or not having kids wasn't going to make or break us yeah. for, from my perspective. It may be for you for that time period, but. I was worried that, like, as you're, because, like, we were the first ones to ever get pregnant. And now all of, all of your kids, all of your friends have kids. Yeah. Yeah, we would have had the oldest of kid of all my friends. And now their kids are, like so old now yeah like, like it blows my four, mind three four five yeah like we were before six. we were wildly before anybody yep. except Years. for maybe john and alicia that yeah. yeah but i i worried as they had kids and stuff that that was a want for you and and i went through this massive period where i was like it felt selfish to me to keep you knowing that like i couldn't have a family for you yeah that was definitely a thought of yours because that didn't like wasn't a thing for me no. and i don't and and a strong relationship and 
strong foundation shouldn't have that as a thing. And I know Joel will have so many babies. <laughs> yeah, you can babysit. <laughs> and we can just you like can be spoil the awesome them. aunt. The weird aunt. Yeah, like the best dude, aunt ever. I was like such a goth kid. Like those jeans are in him. And like I don't know if he'll like a goth kid. So like maybe <laughs> it'll just like filter through to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're bound to have a sassy daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be best friends. <sighs> but like, yeah, like I just also with our life, I, I couldn't like I couldn't picture as busy as we are like at this moment you know what i mean it would be insane yeah it would definitely change our life path it's like it wouldn't be bad it's just definitely be a major shift fork in the road yeah like I'd, I'd love to have a baby that'd be cool but i would also absolutely love to like when i was 14 as we know like i went through a really hard time um like i almost went into foster care and stuff like that at a moment a hot moment but like i needed somebody like me yeah you know, I was, I went through shit and I just feel like maybe I could help somebody. For sure. Absolutely. Be that moment that kind of like, I like, I remember like this doctor in the psych, psych ward was like, you're either going to get better or you're going to end up going in a really bad direction. And obviously I took the right road. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks. But like, there's a lot of kids that like, they just need someone to show them like, you don't need to take it as seriously as it is. And like, you can be this person. Yep. And like. Give It'd them be the opportunities so cool. They need and yeah. Maybe they, you know, there's a million reasons they might not be in the right situation to help them out, and we could do that. Yeah. It's an option. Life is weird, dude. It's crazy. But I'm glad I have you. I'm glad I have you. Do you like my face? It's pretty fucking beautiful. You're pretty fucking beautiful too. I like your beard. All right. All right. Your beard's my hair. Are we getting too Back mushy to the over there for Back you, buddy? To the no, but you uh, going to get a romance? We gotta keep it interesting. Okay, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Well, some creepy stuff. <laughs> is this the hottest thing, Selena? Yeah. Okay, give yep. me some. Yep. What's uh? <clears throat> Go on, buddy. What's your like freakiest ghost experience? Or what's the craziest ghost story you've ever heard? It doesn't have to be personal to you. Or like craziest paranormal thing. Okay, here's a weird one. Here's a weird one. That that I had happen, but also have heard the same story after. Okay. Happen to other people. Okay. So when I worked at Cami, which we talked about earlier, it's in the next town over. It's about 15 minute drive from here. You can take the 401, which is like a highway to work, or you can drive the back way through, which takes you through Beachville and Ingersoll. So there was this huge snowstorm. Okay. It was bajonkers. It was, it was crazy. I was on the afternoon shift. They ended up, you know, if we're not running well, they'll let you leave. You can leave at a certain time. Like you, you get to leave at like eight o'clock or something. I don't know what time it was. Maybe it was 10. I sat in the parking lot forever as people peeled out. Cause I didn't really care. And I didn't have a windshield wiper. So I just, <laughs> I would sit in there with the heat on high and just wait for everything to melt off the car. Totally not safe. But I was like 20. <clears throat> I start driving through Beachville. The snow gets like kind of bonkers, kind of crazy. I'm coming through. I see a girl. Okay. It's not super cold. It's maybe like, like a degree. It's like when the, when it's snowing, it's so heavy and fluffy and it's just gaining so much like, you know, depth around you. Yep. I kind of see a flash of this girl had like, there's kind of lights very far apart street lights. She's, she's got a black tank top on. She has like a flannel tied around her waist and she has shorts on. It's the winter. Weird. Right. So I kind of pull over in front of her a bit because I'm like, I can't leave a girl out here walking on like, this is the stretch. There's no houses here. Yep. So I'm like, okay. And I'm looking at her in my rear view mirror. I'm looking at her in my rear view mirror. 
she comes up to the side of the car she kind of stops for a second I'm like okay she's not gonna get in so I go and I drive I feel bad so I, I turn, I put, you know, Classic me. Selena, yeah. yeah. So turn I pull around. into this farm. I back out. I come back the other way on the other side of the road. I don't see her. So I drive past the place where I saw her before and she wasn't there. I'm like, okay, someone picked her up. She went to somebody's house or something like that. Even though I didn't see a house. Yep. So I pull over again. I pull into a driveway. Then I start going back on the side of the road that I did see her. So as I told you, when I drove back the other way, didn't see her. This way, I pull over. I see her in pretty much the same spot that I saw her before. And I pull over. She comes. She gets into the back seat, which is weird. I'm like, hey, how are you? She doesn't say a thing. And then I just go, I'll take you into town. Because I'm awkward as fuck. You yeah, know this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just not going to talk to this girl. So I kind of like see her in my rearview mirror. She's looking down. I'm guessing on her phone or something like this. I don't know. I don't know if she thought I was a fucking cab. Like, it was very strange at this point. I'm getting into town. I've been driving for probably seven minutes. I'm coming right in to where like you're going to go past the what used to be the bingo hall there. Yep. I go over the train tracks. I look in my rear view mirror. The bitch ain't in my, my back seat anymore. There. Nobody's in my fucking back seat. Oh, God. No one's in my back seat. So the strange thing is, a couple of years later, I'm listening to a podcast. I think it's a real ghost stories online. I hear the exact same story about right. the blonde girl with the flannel in a snowstorm. Weird. I remember, because I was driving to Cami when I listened to it, I remember pulling over and just being like, oh. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Is this actually a thing? And then again, it was kind of like what we talked about earlier. Is this a memory? Right. Did I hear this before? And Or did the story did change? I, did you make it your own? Did, I, did it even happen? Was yeah. it a dream? Yeah. Like, I felt so disconnected from it. But at the same time, I was like, what is the chance of that? But I remember after she like disappeared... I just didn't talk about it. Kind of like my dad and the Mothman. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder now, like, is it someone who died? Like, because the guy's story, who's real ghost stories, he, like, talked to himself. Like, he had called it in and then, like, left a message or something. I don't know where he's from. Weird. What if it was the same stretch? And when I drove past and saw her and drove back and didn't see her and then got back on the other side of the road and saw her again, what was that? Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, why would you only see her going one way? <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. That's something like that happens with Adam and I too. Like we'll be out in public and I'll just be like, do you see them? Do you see them? Most of the time, I, like 99.9% of the time, I'm like, yes, Selena. Remember that one time? Ghost. And I always saw that guy and he looked so weird and stressed. I'm like, yo, do you see him? And Adam's like, that's our vet. <laughs> 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 what about you with me? Like what, what kind of ghost things do you remember? happening even if it's not like your story the, the craziest thing that i ever like f with you is you were coming home from an investigation the one one of the ones in your book um you were at this place and like the chimney there's something to do with the chimney and a picture and you were like reading the home and like oh yeah cherry then, hill yeah and then like it was proven because there was like documentation of the basically the story you told yeah that was insane so these people reached out to me on facebook um and they wanted to go to this place in mississauga cherry hill and it was like this really big mansion in the middle of the town that used to be like an influential family's house and it had been so many restaurants over the decades nothing worked out there everything shut down that was there when i was there not only did i catch a picture of a little literal gentleman 100 percent, i have that I wasn't seeing more so memories as I was hearing kind of whispers in my head. And somebody said, 
ledge in the fireplace. So I'm like looking around the fireplace, I'm looking around. And then like I can literally almost picture this woman's arm going up and popping something into the back part of this fireplace. So I stick my hand up in the fireplace like a fucking crazy person, shove my hand around into this tiny hole. Sure, probably full of spiders. Feel around. I feel something. I pull it out. Out is this like crispy, super dried, kind of burnt antique photograph of a woman. And then when they they took the photo home and they did some research and ended up being one of the mothers of the family. Yeah, that's what the the fuck. That's the craziest thing. Like what? I'll never forget these people. I never even met them. And we're like sitting there and we're like asking questions and we're like literally hearing like, like full on oh, yeah. knocks, yeses and nos. Like, okay, make a noise of that. And like, it was, that was a really cool, that was a really cool yeah. experience. I think another really cool experience that we had was when you and I went to, I think it was the custom house in Hamilton just over a year ago. Oh yeah. On the haunted ghost tour. Dude. Okay. So. I was really connected this night. I don't know what was going on, but I just felt hyper-focused. And one thing that I do when I go to cemeteries and stuff is I will go behind. Like, and I also, if you're wondering, if you want to try and build your gift, this is a cool thing to do. Um, totally respectfully, go to cemeteries. I will stand behind a tombstone. I will try to connect with it. And then so the person in front will say, okay, the number eight. Okay, it was a woman. They died when they were around 70. Sometimes I can narrow it down. The whole time we were at this custom house, they were telling us about a girl named Sarah and that sarah's tombstone was in the cemetery but like in the back hidden in bushes so we're in the cemetery we're walking around i decide hey i'm gonna try and read tombstones because i'm feeling super super connected so i walk up to this one from behind hadn't been over there it wasn't in the back corner yeah i'd like stand in front and tell yeah, you yeah it was like, closer yeah and but this tombstone isn't where they said sarah's was i put my hands on this tombstone and i just look at adam and i'm like this is sarah's and he's like he shines a light on it because it's like 12 o'clock and he's like yeah and then i moved <laughs> to the next one i'm like i like knew, i i was saying full i was saying full on names like full on names of the people like i wasn't i wasn't like getting just like oh there's an eight or there's this like no, i was no, fully was creepy you did two or three of them and you were right every well, time you did like four and you were right like three times or something like that and also when we were walking to the cemetery there was like a really big sign and you're like, oh, let's go see what this is. I'm like, oh, it's just telling you what plants are in that field. Yeah. And then you're like, did you go look at it? And then I like snapped. And I was like, no, actually, let's check. And that's exactly, exactly what, it was. what it was. Yeah, that was so, it was so weird. Talking about like the, <laughs> the, the heritage plants, the original foliage from that area. And that was freaking wacky. Like, what? How do you guess that? Like, it looked like it would have been about like maybe the ravine or something. Yeah. But no, I do want to. I do want to ask you though. Um, unrelated to ghosts what do you think of this world that we're in now this influencer world of you know being able to talk to all these people and share our lives it's it's totally surreal like i never would have predicted it for us yeah but uh, it's like i didn't see that coming (laughs) yeah it's an amazing opportunity because like especially your friends like like our fans your fans are so like they're the best they are like you you have so many cool people that reach out and like so many nice people and like the comments are always so cool and and deep and interesting and it's crazy when like people will like pick stuff out of your videos and stuff like stuff yeah. we didn't even notice so like oh my god this happened here yeah or like did you notice like when your light flickered in the podcast yeah and, we didn't see that and then it's just so fun interacting with everybody and 
digging into those kinds of things i feel lucky to the people i attract absolutely and also the friendships that i've made and like you know i've met cordelia and chris and like they're the best people i've ever met in this world for sure and shane and all of them like i love them like i genuinely love them as family yeah absolutely yeah gosh the world is weird guys i i want to say thank you for always coming back to the podcast and don't forget it has a new home it has its own new youtube channel make sure that you check that one out if you are listening to this on apple or any podcast please scroll to the bottom please hit rate and review that is how we stay at the top of the charts and if you're watching on youtube yo please subscribe to both of them (laughs) there's no creative fund in canada (laughs) no i I love creating stuff for you guys and i just want to say thank you so much huge thank you to adam for coming on this show (laughs) thank you i just want to say yeah like the easiest way to find your podcast is your link tree yeah link tree link tree check that link tree out because like we've set it up so you can hit podcast and then you can literally choose like you want spotify itunes do you want youtube it's all right there just a simple click through yeah absolutely link tree anywhere like even my like main link tree so like if you want the haunted state one go to the facebook the facebook page the instagram everything on there too your books yeah oh my god the book guys the final edits are finally done of hollow my book is finally going to be coming out hopefully late september october i am over the fucking moon Yep. the makeup is coming out Mm-hmm. We also have a really cool merch thing coming out that I haven't talked about. We actually got in our sample today. Lots and of cool stuff. Who shit themselves this morning? <laughs> who shit themselves? I did. Anyways, guys, thank you as always. Don't forget, if you do have something that you want us to talk about or you want to be on the show or you have a story for the show or you have some kind of idea, shoot me an email, selena at thehauntedestate.com or head over to thehauntedestate.com. There's like a submission form right there. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget that if things are going really hard for you right now, maybe life's a little messy or a little gross, Everything can change for everything can change tomorrow. It can happen overnight. It happened to me. I love you guys. Stay spooky, boo crew. See ya. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.